welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast. I am your host, Nicole Roan, the Capacity Coach, and I'm so excited to have you here with me today. I really hope that you all have been enjoying all the wonderful women that I've been bringing on to talk to you about careers and finances and just so many different things because these are for real my sister friends and I'm so thankful to be able to share their knowledge with you. Now, I wanted to let you all know that I am kicking off a self-care series for this entire month. Because we are in the very first day of December, And we have 31, just 31 more days in this month until we get into a new year. I'm all about getting started before the new year, new you, you know, stuff kicks off. So with that, I'm going to be talking about self-care and a variety of different capacities in an effort to help you do the same thing, to get jump started on who it is that you are becoming so that you can show up in excellence in every single area of your life. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, welcome, sister friend. I'm glad you found your way here. You will want to go ahead and subscribe right now because this podcast is packed full of information to help you flow and flourish in every single area of your life. And we do that by talking about how our capacity is impacted in five different pillars. Those pillars can be found in the first five or so episodes, but I'll give you a quick rundown here. We have heart flow, work flow, health flow, cash flow, and faith flow. So tune into those first couple of episodes so that you can know exactly what is involved in each one of those pillars and how I help you increase your capacity based on tackling things that come up from balancing the different priorities that we have as women, moms, wives, caregivers, the go-to person in all of our different families. So check that out and then come back and listen to all the other episodes because it really does lay the foundation. All right, so for today's episode, I'm talking all about, as you guessed it, self-care, but really from an angle of the truth about self-care. I think we are so inundated with what self-care is and sometimes what self-care is not that it can be overwhelming, but I just want to be honest for a minute and tell the truth about really what self-care is. And there are four different, I guess, areas that I really want to talk about. And I'll be talking about it from, of course, my perspective and my experience in coaching my different clients as well. So number one, everybody needs to know that self-care is not easy. And I say that because if you're coming from a space where you really haven't practiced self-care, it can be really, really hard. It's like going from eating fast food and junk food and jumping straight into being a vegan. Can it be done? Yeah. But is it going to be difficult just to make that sort of transition? Absolutely. And so you have to really, even in the very beginning, realize that it's a process, right? Like learning about what self-care is, what self-care, you know, tactics or strategies work for you and your situation. It's going to be different for each and every person. 
So before you dive in and go full throttle in the self-care department, know that if you are a beginner in this space, that it's not always easy, okay? So the second area I wanna talk about is how self-care requires boundaries, right? We see things in the media around bubble baths and getting a massage and doing those all kinds of things, but it's so much bigger than that. Self-care really requires you to have boundaries. And let me tell you, that's not always easy either, especially if you are in a place where you either don't have boundaries or if you do, people have been walking all over them because you haven't felt empowered or strong enough to really address the different areas. And this is with your friends, your family, your job or career, and even with yourself. Take a second and think about the different boundaries that you have in place and how they impact your self-care. I know for me, I said I had boundaries with my mouth, right? But I was not following those. I wasn't walking the talk and really enforcing those. And that made me really reassess what kind of boundaries I had in place. For example, I was the one who would always say, yes, sure, I can do this and I can do that. And then secretly behind closed doors would be upset because I felt like I was giving all my time and energy away to everybody but myself. So I had to really, really step back and say, okay, is saying yes to this person or this project or whatever it is going to frustrate me in the long run? Or is it going to impact how I'm able to show up for myself, you know, for myself, for my family, for my job? And it was a lot of hard conversations that I had to have with myself. But as you start to consider implementing and learning about self-care, think about the different boundaries that you already have in place or the ones that you need to put in place to be able to support you. Because you can't do self-care without boundaries, okay? Now, the third one I mentioned a little bit earlier as well and saying that it's more than bubble baths, it's more than massages and manicures and pedicures. In my experience, self-care is an inside job. It's more about mindset, right? I think about it in terms of practicing what is best for you in that moment and in the long run, and being able to choose that option over anything else. I'm the first person to tell you that I'm queen help a lot, right? Like I help my mom, I help my dad, I help my siblings. You know, my sister calls it the Nikki love. (laughs) So just, you know, when I go in and I love and I care, I go hard, extra, extra hard, but also to the detriment of myself, my needs, even my family, right? And so with self-care being an inside job, you need to think about what you think about. And I've said that before, but it's so important. What is your mindset towards self-care? Do you think that it's all the pretty and fluffy stuff that you see in the media, right? Is it taking a vacation? Yeah, it can be, but it's more of an inside job. It's really you giving yourself permission to put yourself and your needs first and then standing up for those things. 
So self-care is 100% an inside job. Also, going hand in hand with that, self-care is really a lifestyle. So not only are you changing your mindset about what self-care is and giving yourself permission to really put what you need ahead of everybody else, it's not something that is a one and done, right? Just because you go get a massage and take a bubble bath doesn't mean you're done practicing self-care. It's literally a lifestyle where you choose on a daily basis to show up for yourself over and over and over again. Whether that's getting up and practicing meditation in the morning or creating a morning routine or an evening routine, if it's making sure that you're doing what you need to take care of yourself physically from working out to going to your doctor's appointments, right? Or it could be practicing it on a continual basis around your emotions. So being able to really express what it is that you feel and feeling heard, that in and of itself used to be the biggest challenge for me. And I'm not going to lie, it still is sometimes because I got so used to not saying how I felt or not acknowledging how I felt and just burying that because I didn't think it was important. I didn't think it mattered. And so just that process of changing how you think about you being important and your feelings and thoughts being important is huge. That's part of self-care. Being able to speak up for yourself and being able to, above everything else, put yourself first. I see so often and I hear from my clients and friends and family members that they don't have time for self-care. And that's a whole bunch of BS. I'm going to just call it what it is. You don't have time for self-care because number one, you don't make the time. Number two, it's not on your priority list. And number three, you're treating it as if it's just this one and done. Self-care needs to be embedded in each and every area of your life. Before I go any further, I really want to talk a little bit about what self-care is from a definition standpoint so that we're all on the same page. And then I'll talk a little bit about why self-care is important. I'll give you a couple of reasons why. So first things first, what is self-care? Although it's used interchangeably with wellness and self-love, what I really want you to hone in on is that Self-care is everything you do intentionally to support your mental, physical, and emotional well-being. So check that out. It's the intentionality that you put into making sure that you are okay mentally, physically, and emotionally. And I know that sounds like, oh, that should be easy. But as I mentioned when I started this podcast, If this is foreign to you, it's not quite that easy. And so I want to talk a little bit about a few of the reasons you need to know why practicing self-care is so important. Number one, self-care is clinically proven to reduce heart disease, stroke, and cancer. And I've told you guys so many times, starting with my heart flow pillar, that heart disease is still, in 2020, the number one killer 
of one in three women. So practicing self-care literally adds time to your life and reduces your ability to get heart disease, okay? Number two, self-care is also clinically proven to reduce and even eliminate anxiety and depression. And I can speak on this from a personal standpoint. As somebody who has suffered from both extreme anxiety and very deep depression, of course, aside from prayer, therapy, and those things, the number one way that I was able to get through that was by practicing self-care. I ended up being so depressed and anxious because I was not practicing self-care. I was putting everybody and everything ahead of me and my needs. It left me burnt out, anxious, of course, frustrated. And I've shared before too, even as part of, you know, what I call my story is that it landed me in the hospital in ICU fighting for my life because I was not practicing self-care. So it's not something that you do selfishly. It's actually a preventative, okay? And then the third reason I have for you is that practicing self-care actually improves concentration. Think about how you would feel with having the extra capacity to concentrate on whether it's your goals, right? Your personal goals. If it's a project at work that you really care about or really just being fully present with your partner, your children, or your friends. How many of us are there but not there? We're in our phone, or we're thinking about what we should have done at work, or what we're making for dinner, having all these random thoughts going around. So not practicing self-care inhibits your concentration. Take your power back. Take your power back for your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health, all of those things. The biggest reason that I'm doing this kickoff is because I don't want anybody else to end up in the situation that I was in that I just mentioned. Don't work yourself or deprive yourself or ignore yourself to the point where it ends up manifesting in you physically and you end up having a fight for your life. Do the pre-work now. Practice self-care. And I want to tie this all together by really helping you understand how practicing self-care or lack thereof impacts your capacity in every single area of your life. If you are mentally frustrated, drained, the same with emotionally and physically, how do you really think you're showing up to work? Or how are you showing up for your children that you love so much? You don't have the capacity, or call it bandwidth, energy, none of that. You don't have the ability to show up as the best version of yourself when you're at max capacity, okay? So practicing self-care is something that is completely embedded in every one of the five pillars that I mentioned earlier in this episode. I'm super passionate about this, y'all. Like, I really want you guys to understand how important self-care is. Saying I am the priority needs to be followed by walking the talk. And so 
for the rest of this month, I have a lineup of phenomenal women who are going to come on and talk to us about different areas of self-care. I'm so excited to share with you Janicia Green and Danielle Washington and a couple of others remarkable ladies. So mark your calendars, stay tuned. And I'm also doing it because, like I said, we're in the midst of holiday season where many of us go way above and beyond. Not only do we empty our pocketbooks, right? But mentally, emotionally, and physically, we drain ourselves so that we can make the holidays better for everybody else. But sis, I need you to put yourself on your own priority list and really live out day by day the I am the priority hashtag, okay? So now that you know what's coming over the course of the month of December, I want you to make sure that you stay tuned because not only am I going to have these wonderful ladies on the podcast, I'm also going to be doing either Facebook and or Instagram lives to have live Q&As so that we can really have these open and honest conversations about what this looks like, how to incorporate it, what are some of the barriers that come up when you're trying to practice self-care. And it's no judgment, no shame. Look, I am in there with you. I'm still learning how to practice self-care. I'm not perfect at it. It's still been new to me up until the last couple of years. So I'm right there with you. I want you to be the best version of yourself, not just now, but as we go into the new year so that you don't have to say, New year, new me. Get started now, right? Because ultimately, what I'm doing here is helping you to flow effortlessly so that you can flourish tremendously and show up in excellence wearing all those different hats that you wear and not sacrificing yourself at the same time. So I will see you here next Tuesday. Do not forget to subscribe to this podcast Make sure that you are sharing with other women that you know need to hear this. I also recently launched my free capacity calculator to really help you get an idea of where you sit capacity-wide. Because as you'll hear me say, most of us are running around at max capacity and don't even realize it because we don't have, aka make the time, to check in and see what's really on our plates. So if you are interested in that, make sure that you... DM me, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram, and I'll be happy to send you the link to do that. And don't be shy, y'all. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you guys to tag me and let me know what your aha moments are, how this is helping you, because this is about us, right? It's not about me. It's about creating this space where we can really say, you know what? I'm not okay, and that's okay. And then get in the tools and resources to become okay. And it's a process. A process, a journey, and a lifestyle. All right? I hope everybody is staying healthy. I thank you for continuing to show up and listen here. I look forward to seeing you on these Facebook Lives or Instagram Lives. Wherever it is that I will be, you'll see events. I mostly post them on both Facebook and Instagram. But anywho, until then... As your capacity coach and guide on this self-care journey, I look forward to continuing to serve you by helping you create true balance between your personal and professional life without ever having to sacrifice yourself, your family, and what matters to you most. 
talk to you soon. Thank you.